Hello, all you lovely people. Um, before we dive into the news, a couple of quick updates. So, the end of January, I'm going to cover in this news episode as well, along with the beginning of February. Uh, a big part of that is because I unfortunately got COVID. Uh, so, in January, end of January, things kind of got thrown off. Everything kind of got out of whack. Um, well, it would have been... Yeah, anyways, the point is, things get, things got a little mixed around, um, kind of threw me off my schedule and stuff, so even when I was better, you know, I, I missed days that I would normally have to record and everything else like that, so I apologize about that, but good news is, by the time you're listening to this, the first interview episode will already be out, it is live, it is with Filthy Coin, um, fair warning, there is some foul language, some language, uh, adult themes, things of that nature, because that's, you know, primarily what his content is. It is a safe space for adults. It is not intended for children. So I do give that disclaimer at the beginning. But I want to say, if you want to check out Filthy Coins content, go to YouTube. Um, the link is over there. You can grab that in the show notes. It's fantastic stuff. It's family friendly over there. And then the, the stories along with the builds are just amazing. I'm telling you, at least go check out the YouTube if nothing else. You know, I understand if you don't want to get in the Discord, if you don't want to join the streams, totally understandable. If you don't want to listen to the episode, no hard feelings. I totally understand that. Next month, I will have a very sweet interview for you guys um, that will be family-friendly. And the idea is to hopefully eventually get that to like a once-a-month thing where every month there will be at least one one interview. And then hopefully maybe we'll do like an interview rotating with, you know, a deep dive on a feature of Minecraft. And eventually, hopefully, we can get it to where you get both. You get a deep dive and an interview, and we can really start cranking out the content and getting this uh, polished up and rock and rolling. But without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive into the news. Um, just a couple of things for the end of January. It was pretty pretty quiet. Um, on the 20th, we had a beta 1.18.10.28. Nothing super exciting from it. There was uh, some performance instability, uh, fixed several crashes, which could occur during gameplay. Uh, pathfinding had some tweaks. There was an issue where ranged attack goal could uh, not be used to move mobs in some marketplace packs. So I'm not sure you know, what that means, exactly how that affects things. But it sounds like they got that fixed, so that's good. Uh, some user face and technical uh, adjustments. And of course, all the links and everything will be down in the show notes if you want to deep dive this stuff and find out for yourselves. Uh, the 27th, we had another beta, 1.18.20.21. Um, some experimental features such as frogs jump more, frog eggs renamed to frog spawn, um, time to hatch is increased, non-experimental features and fixes include things like create new world screen with a new design. The, sorry, <laughs> the create new world screen got a new design. Um, I've heard some, some different opinions on that. I haven't checked it out really myself. Um, I'm, I'm friendly with them playing around. You know, if it's, it's, it's game breaking or it's like super drawing, that's annoying, but... For the most part, I don't really pay much attention to those things uh, myself. Worlds can now be created with uh, 64-bit seeds. Non-numeric seeds also uh, match closer to Java and Bedrock Parity. And with the non-numeric, so like if you put in like the words, it'll transfer to the correct numbers like it would on Java. So that way, those of you who are playing you know, Bedrock, watching a Java person on YouTube or vice versa, whatever the case may be, you're going to get a lot more similar seeds. Things might be slightly off-put. The exact chords might not always be the same. But you should, for the most part, generally see, you know, in the same general vicinity, the ocean monument, the biomes, things of that nature. 
we should be a lot closer to almost near identical parity. Untamed wolves can now be leashed. Uh, updated villager trades for armor, cleric, fisherman, shepherd, toolsmith, and weaponsmith to match Java. And, of course, several, several more things. But, I mean, that's all I had for January. So that's why I'm going ahead and lumping this in with the beginning of February because, like I said, not a whole lot going on there. Uh, the 2nd of February, we had another beta, 1.18.20.23, and preview, 1.18.20.24. So with that, we had experimental features such as frogs are now tempted and bred using slime balls, goat horn has a cooldown after use, and I heard some suspicions from some other podcasts you should be listening to that maybe the goat horn might tie into the warden with it being a horn and the warden filing you based upon sound. So that's pretty interesting there. I wonder what's, how that's going to play out. Um, some non-experimental features and fixes include uh, fixed custom skins not saving when leaving the dressing room. That can be super annoying. I've had that happen a few times. A fixed issue with mending not consuming experience orbs. Well, you know, if you want to mend my stuff but not take the experience, you know, that's fine by me. <laughs> but I, I do understand, especially if it's still floating in the world, that can be a problem. A bunch of experience orbs can lead to lag because I believe those are considered entities. Uh, custom armor can now be equipped on the quote-unquote use button when different armor is already equipped. So that's good. Uh, and of course, several, several more. So full change log again in the show notes. On the seventh, we had a Minecraft preview, and we'll talk a little bit more about the preview later on. Um, the evolution of Bedrock Beta program limited to ex oh. correction. On the seventh, they released the Minecraft preview, which is an evolution of the Bedrock Beta program. Uh, this is currently limited to Xbox, Windows, and Android as of the seventh. Uh, preview is a separate app game, and it's a two-phase process, and I'll have links for more information, of course. Essentially, there's a lot of issues where when you went into the beta program to try out new features in Bedrock, then your your account could get stuck in that. There, there, were, there were a whole host of problems. Pardon me. With it. So with this, the idea is that you will have a whole separate game launcher, all that good whatnot, so that way you can try out like the Java equivalent of snapshots without having to worry about compromising your account. On the 8th, we had some news for the Dungeons Tower, uh, a bunch of changes and fixes, such as for function and gameplay, change Unique Smith to also upgrade power, matches the power of the highest equipped gear, changed floor rewards to not repeat first seven floors, so you gotta get through the first seven, and then you might see some things come back. Um, there's also... A few fixes for audiovisual and UI tweaks, mob change fixes, seasonal adventure changes and fixes, uh, the UI and accessibility was changed, fixed, performance and stability had some fixes, so a whole bunch of stuff there as far as dungeons goes. Um, 1.13.1.10 for dungeons, uh, free ice auger, cape for logging in and event, the festival of frost, I gotta, which reminds me, I gotta make sure that I log in and see if I can still get that <laughs> it's currently the 15th so it's it's been a little bit since that released um, but it says the trial is available from the 8th at 3 a.m. till the 22nd local time so wherever you are midnight the 22nd that will end so even as of the time let me see uh, <laughs> so by the time you're hearing this 
you will have a very, very short period of time, if at all, depending on how quickly we get this edited and released. It may have already passed, so apologies if it's already over. However, the tower is themed, and you can also always find all this information inside my Discord, which the link is always available for you. Um, that's a, a great way to keep up on all these things. That's how I collect all the news and information. And then I just kind of pull out the highlights that I feel are worth mentioning to everybody on the podcast. So just heads up if that's something that, hey, I want to be able to know about these things before they're over. That's one way you can go about doing that. Enchantment and gear changes and fixes uh, several few my few mission changes. And then Festival of Frost trailer was released. Also on the 8th, we had 1.18.10, which was like an actual update with oh, well over 100 fixes. <laughs> So I'm not going to go through all of them. Um, I'll name a few and then I'll mention like the categories that you can find other stuff in. And of course, if you want to see the full details of every little thing that was fixed, you can always go and read that for yourself with down in the show notes. There will be that link. Starting off with, we have the globe banner pattern being added. Iron Golem health is reflected in visual changes now. You can see the cracking and heal them just like you could on Java. Textures updated to match Java. Vanilla parity. Raid boss bar will now display raid victory and fireworks will be launched from the ground. Villagers make a no sound when attempting to make us an out of stock trade. They remove the emerald icon over the trading villager's head. So if somebody's trading with the villager, there's no longer an emerald icon over the head. To me, that should have been added to Java. That's not something they should have taken away. I'm kind of, I wouldn't say irritated or anything, but I mean, just like, you know, that's my two cents. I think that was a good one. They should have just added to Java. Iron Golem can now only attack now only attacks players if they've got a bad standing and attacked a villager. So you just one time accidentally whacking a villager is no longer going to get you automatically pummeled by the Iron Golem. I think that's a good change there. And many more and several texture changes. Uh, for experimental features, they have features t frogs, tadpoles, frog light, and skulk were introduced in the experimental toggle. So what that means is when you're creating your world, you can there's a toggle you can select. It's the experimental toggle. If you turn that on, you don't need to be in the beta. You don't need to be in the preview program. None of that, just from your regular Bedrock game, uh, creating a world, you can now play around with all those things. I believe Mumbo Jumbo did a, a tutorial recently on just a, a, not tutorial, a concept video on using the Skulk in a stone generator. Um, for fixes, we got performance and stability, gameplay, world generation, mobs, blocks, accessibility, UI, along with technical updates, including updates to add-on template packs, performance, stability, general commands, data-driven blocks, data-driven entities, data-driven items, mobs, animation, molang, and much, much more. And like at the end there, those are just categories. So within each of those categories, there were several, several adjustments. So big, big, big update there. Um, at least, you know, for behind the scenes stuff, uh, quality of life, that type of thing. It wasn't like 1.19 big, but still, they did a lot of stuff, and that's fantastic to see. On the 11th of February, we had a beta, 1.18.20.25, with a preview, 1.18.20.26. Experimental features, frogs and turtles can now be tempted vertically. Frog lights no longer randomly rotated and gained new textures. Non-experimental features and bug fixes. Reverted fix for coral fan pathing. Um, I did hear confirmed elsewhere that that was meaning that the they had taken away where 
knobs in mob farms would fall walk over coral fans and drop they had changed that so they would no longer walk over them they would recognize that as an invalid space and that has been reverted and they are looking at ways to solve these issues um tweaked hunger depletion to match java and several more uh the also on that same day the eight the 11th we had a switch only update which fixed a crash um fixed players not being able to minigame some feature service being Okay, so they weren't like being able to access the minigames or something like that on featured servers. And then fix NPC dialogue prompts. Uh, and then episode 9 of the Minecraft update podcast, that's the one with Foxy No Tail and Slack Wizard. And has recently been uh, guested with Jesse B. Fantastic podcast if you like Bedrock and you're looking more for like a like the spawn chunks or the weathering effect style, you know, conversational, a lot longer. I highly recommend you check that out. I love it. I really enjoy it. Um... But yeah, Foxy confirmed the devs are looking at experience solutions for Bedrock. Same with Coral fans, which have been reversed. So that comment there just a minute ago, they have been reversed. Um, yeah, but I highly recommend you guys give that a shot, check out. It's great stuff over there. They really provide a great uh, perspective. And they're also all content creators. You can find them streaming. Uh, they all make videos on YouTube. Uh, they play from the Truly Bedrock server. So, again, I highly recommend you give that a check out. I've talked about some of them in some of the previous episodes before. Uh, as far as technical stuff goes, Jesse B does fantastic when it comes to terraforming. So, you know, if you want to get that kind of perspective, I highly recommend you check that out. But that's all I've got for you guys. I hope you've enjoyed. I hope you're keeping up on the news. I hope you're all doing well. Thank you for hanging out with me, and take care.